A great morning, everybody. Great, great morning. Kayla. Good morning. Where you at right now, dude? I've I've been here this whole time. You've been <laughs> um, okay. hold on a second. Okay. Oh, dude, dude, we're live right now. You can't you can't you can't say hold on a second. Man. Well, everybody, right. uh my okay. week's been good. How's my uh, feedback? Am I good? <laughs> you're you're good. You're good. All right. How you doing, Coop? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good, man. Can't can't complain, bro. Can't complain. Another another day on this earth, you know. Uh, um, yeah, it's it's going good. It's going good. How about you? I'm really good. Um, I'm I'm very busy. I am like busy in a good way. Like I'm just pushing myself mentally in so many different ways. It's fun. Yeah, when's, when's the last time you've been at the pool, man? I haven't seen no pool uh, snaps. Man, it's, get, it's getting cold. And also, I, like, I ran out of time. So, yeah, my little weekly dip the old dogs in the water got, routine. Gotcha. Yeah. Let's talk about this jacuzzi you got, though. I don't have a jacuzzi, man. <laughs> I, I'll tell you this, though. I've seriously, 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 with COVID-19 going on, like, the one thing I miss the most is being able to sit in a sauna and either meditate or listen to music or listen to a podcast or read a book Yeah, for, like, 30 minutes and just sweat my butt off. So I've been thinking about, you know – they got those at home kits. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I've been, I've been like, it's hard for me to justify spending money that doesn't make me money. But I'm like, I love the sauna. Hey, hey, repeat, repeat that line though. I, I, I it's for me. It's at this point in my life, it's hard to spend money on things that don't make me money. Mm. See you next week. Yeah. Podcast done. <laughs> good, good episode. Oh, good man. episode. All right, let's uh, let's get into it. All right, let's uh let's bring in the man the myth this morning's guest. Let's bring him in. All right, guys. Uh I'm gonna, about to introduce you to a a very good friend of mine, colleague, um, former coworker, known this guy for a very long time. Um everyone, this uh, today's show is gonna be Tyler Lindell. Tyler, welcome to the show. Hello, hello, former Former co-worker, you said, where'd we work together? I'm just, I just kind of, I threw it out there. Yeah, put, put them on blast, Tyler. I right figured, now. let's think, let's think that we ever worked. Well, you, you did follow me to that Bible camp back in the day. Okay. We were all You didn't work there. That was a small stint. We, we'll, we'll say that was an internship for you. Okay. <laughs> I think you okay. kind of got paid there. I Tyler. devoted my heart to that place and you Tyler. just kind of showed up. Yep. Yep. Yep, Tyler. Uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Um, good morning, though. Tell, uh, why don't you tell our listeners, um, tell, us, tell us about yourself, who you are, what you do, why you do it. Yes. So I am a, I'm a real estate agent in the Fargo-Moorhead area. I've been doing it for about, what is it, five years. Um, yeah, I love real estate, and I live in North Fargo. Now I actually just moved up to Highland Park, so it's been pretty sweet where We've established some roots up here, um, and yeah, I'm excited for kind of these next chapters. I just picked up another uh, investment with a friend of mine, so been establishing that, and it's just been a cool like past couple of years just developing relationships and more or less just figuring out life and, I mean, figuring out some different uh, income streams, so it's been pretty cool. Okay, awesome. let's back up. You, you, just, you just breezed over that like no one caught it. You you said you said you and a friend just picked up another investment. What 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 is it? Oh, now you want to know? Okay, I'll tell you. Um, so we uh, we um, so a moving company kind of just kind of jumped in the lap of my um, at a networking group that I have. I have it every Thursday. Um, and at this networking group, uh, a good friend of mine talked about this moving company potentially opening up and I'm like man that would that would be awesome I mean I really have no idea the logistics of I mean there's so many things that go into like getting a moving company there's what kind of insurance do you have to have there's so like a lot of people think they can just jump into it by a moving truck and bam you're moving stuff and 
life's good, but no, there is, there's so many different steps you have to take. So, um, me and a good friend, yeah, we, we purchased it. We just closed on it September 1st and it's been a whirlwind. We've already, I think we're already booked through like October and November. And then, um, yeah, we got some, uh, I've, I feel like I'm taking over the, the marketing part of it, which really makes me happy because there's been ideas working at Hatch Realty. Um, what's, I mean, the beauty of it is I don't have to worry about marketing. Uh, but on this side, I get a kind of branch out and explore the different things I would want to do maybe as a real estate agent that I don't have to worry about. But with the moving company, I really get to do that. And I just got these big bifold signs that I'm going to put in front of every single move. Just a lot of really cool things going on. And man, I just like, I get excited now because it's a new opportunity for me, a new income stream. And then I get to work with one of my best friends. And then we get to hire these radical human beings to help us out with these moves. And then we get to make their lives better by, um, what I want to do is, I mean, it's the same thing I've implement, implemented into real estate is getting the right people on the bus because you get the wrong people on your wrong person on your team that can ruin the whole thing. I mean, it, even if you're taking off, you could be making a ton of money that won't make, that doesn't make any sense at all because if you don't have everyone, the right people on your bus, one person says something the wrong way, they can ruin it for the next couple of years. And with Evan, we've really brought on the right people and Evan's a, the other guy that we're doing this with and we basically we're getting the right people on the bus so that we can just take off and just start really doing some really cool things in the area so yeah Cooper, i'm sure you have a follow-up before i go oh well, I, I was just gonna ask have, have you read the energy bus the energy bus i have not okay because you're saying exactly what that book yeah. talks about about getting the right people on and off the bus and how you gotta you know make sure you get the wrong people off so they don't derail the bus. So I it's thought a great was, book. And you basically yeah. just quoted, you know, yeah. that was the spark notes version of that book. Everyone, well, if, you, if you haven't read that's it, that's about as far as I get when I'm reading. So you just spark notes. My game, <laughs> yeah, so. that, honestly, that was always your bread and butter, man. Uh, oh yeah. Was. And to be honest, like there's no way that, I mean, any successful business, I mean, no matter if you're and when I, when I talk about this networking group, it's a group that I've, I've had for years and we've had just some, super crazy like leaders that are in the FM area that have joined this group and um, they come and they go. A lot of people stay for the long haul, but I mean, this networking group basically implements people's lives. But when this one guy was talking about this landscaping company, he's like, man, maybe I should pursue like real estate. Or if, if someone's like, maybe I should, you know, if my thing isn't working, what, what do I need to do? Should I get into real estate? Because I mean, like it could go well. And I, my response is always like, absolutely not. Because what I'm doing, there's a reason where you're probably at. And if you've built up your system, there's just something you have to tweak and there's something you have to change. And you can't just go through the motions of just showing up and thinking that, you know, people are going to want to work with you. You have to hustle. You have to grind. And when you get to the point where, you know, there's just business that's coming in, it's because you've done all the um, all the things behind the scenes, behind the scenes. It's called lead and lag. You do what you knew. You do what you do right now because two or three months down the road, the you're gonna bear the fruit of all that, and yeah. um, it's good stuff, man. Um, mm. One thing, just about the real estate um, career that I think is interesting is a lot of times when you're competing to get clients, um, people you know will say that question. Oh, you know, well, well, why should I pick you? And one little feather that I like to pull out of my cap, which I'm sure Tyler you do too, is I usually say, well real estate is something that I chose to do, not something that I did after I had failed at something else. Cause most mm. oftentimes it is something like, Oh, you know, like things aren't going so well, maybe I should do real estate, you know, whereas people like Tyler and myself sought out real estate specifically from the get go. Um, that, which, and to Tyler's point, yeah, real estate isn't, you know, people think people glorify it, you know, people make you make it seem like, you know, it's this easy, great thing. But, um, yeah, no, I, I like what you're saying, Tyler. Um, I want to take it back. So we know what you do, you know, you're a real estate agent, you work for hatch realty. Um, sounds like you got your, um, a couple of irons and a couple of other fires going too. you have this moving company. Um, what's, uh, let's relate it back to your why though. What, what motivates you to do all these things? Why, why do you do what you do? You know, that's a good question. So, when I was getting into, when I got into real estate, that was something that uh, 
Eric Hatch asked me in the first interview, he's like, Hey, so obviously I want to know what gets you going. And you want to explain um, who he is? Eric Hatch. Yeah. He's the CEO. He's the owner of Hatch Realty, Eric Hatch. He's, um, he, he, he's the kind of a big he's deal. The, he's the dude that I get all my tidbits from in life too, because he's just, um, he's always just, he, he's, uh, a real estate coach, but he's also a life coach to people. So he goes to all these big events and I get the, I mean, I get some huge chunks of fruit from him because he is, he'll come by at, to my desk randomly during the week and just sit down and talk with me. And he'll give me just little things that will spark some different ideas in my head. And it's the reason why we've been able to like get a hold of something like this moving company or, um, yeah. So Eric catches the CEO of Hatch Realty. So, so you and him were kind of talking early on about your why. Yeah. And with my why, like I love, so I got into education. I got my, uh, L ed degree from NDSU and I, I got into education and I like, I wanted, I wanted myself to like and be a teacher. Like I wanted to do it because then I knew I could coach because I would, it kind of goes hand in hand. If you're a teacher, most teachers are coaches, right? You think about when you're younger, when, I mean, when you got these high school coaches, it just goes hand in hand because let's be honest. I was like, well, I'm going to have to, I'm going to be forced to do it because I'm going to have to make some extra money. Um, mm-hmm. So I was excited about that. But then I realized I like coaching way more than I like teaching. Like I loved, and that's the reason why I love being at the, when you mentioned the Park River Bible Camp, which you were, you said that, you know, we were coworkers at which, yeah, you, you know, I there. will yeah. I, I will say I I am happy that you work there because I mean uh you're just a good dude and I was oh. I'll say that I I never followed in your footsteps there, but I will say I'm happy <laughs> you work there. Um, Thank you. I just want to make sure people know that. All right, <laughs> let's cool. let's let's keep let's keep this uh, let's keep it rolling. Yeah, but no man, my but my why is I wanna buy uh some form of camp. Um, and basically I want to get the right people on the bus and make a, a camp, whether it's, I don't think it's going to be a sports camp or anything like that. It could be related to it, but basically with all these things going on with kids in the FM area with kids and, um, you know, with everything that's going on in life, I mean, especially these days, there's, there's just not a home base for a lot of, you know, there's a lot of broken families. Um, and I want there to be a place where, you know, kids can go and, you know, if they're worried about, well, it's going to be this much to be here for this week, I'm going to set up some type of, you know, um, fundraiser or something, but it's going to be some type of camp. I don't know if it's a big chunk of land and building a, a camp on it or if it's like a nonprofit in town, but um, the term of a camp can be, you know, it's a, it's like a homestead. It's like a place where you where people go to get away, and that's kind of what I see myself doing, and that's my why is. Yeah, I just want to find a place where, you know, people can find that that happiness because man, when I was at camp, yeah, sure, like we I my best friendships are the ones that I built at camp, which was like I just turned 30 on Monday. And this was like 20 20 years ago and I still have those friends to this day. And it's mm-hmm. because you you get away, you get to explore yourself and man, if kids could have that opportunity, I really do think that you would implement a lot of their um it would give kids a chance to not only, you know, talk about what's going on in their lives because sometimes they can't open up with that with their families or brothers or sisters because there's just not a comfort level. And I want to open that up. And that's my why is I got to do it. So generating different income streams, whether it's this moving company or real estate or, you know, maybe rentals or things like that. That's what I'm trying to do right now because there's a purpose for it. So like, yeah. That's a powerful why. Yeah, that is. That is. So, Tyler, you're, you're, you know, it says in your story here, I'm hearing coach and then teacher. Um, so where, where did real estate agent come in to play? Yeah, so I was actually uh, a good friend of mine, Brody Fuller. He works uh, for Young Life, and if – you don't know anything about young life in town. That guy is like, he took on a, a whole new thing to the area and has just been crafting and putting a lot of his own time with his family into high school uh, aged um, human beings in the area. And man, Brody Clark is just a guy who I aspire to have like the father, like uh, mindset he has. But anyways, Brody came up to me uh, when I was actually at Carl Ben and he said, Hey, um, 
Uh, I'm actually going to do this uh, thing with Eric Catch at the school. Eric Catch came into uh, Carl Benalson and did like a coaching thing. And I got to see Eric and I got to see his heart and what he does. I'm like, man, I really like jived with that guy. And then I realized he's a real estate agent and they had like a career night. And what's hilarious about this career night is I applied to go there and uh, I lived probably three blocks away from Hatch Realty. And the night prior, I'm like, gosh, I'm not going to go. Like, <laughs> what, what am I doing? I like, I answered some questions and I got an invite to go to this thing. So I show up anyways, because I'm just like, well, I got absolutely nothing going on. So I end up going there that night and I wore, I'm typical Grafton, North Dakota fashion. I'm wearing a, uh, a flannel boots, jeans. I got a stocking cap on. And I walk in there, and I'm probably 10 to 15 minutes late. Um, and this is not good. Like, the door is closed, and I open up the door. There's legitimately, I'm not kidding, 45 people in this room. And there's no seats. Everyone looks at me. I walk into the back, and I, I like, do my my Tyler wave, like, hello, hi. Uh, sit down. <laughs> Try not to have anyone see me. I sit in the very back, and I ha- happen to sit next to these two guys who I actually thought were – they're like interviewing for the job as well or like seeing if they would want to do it. So they're asking me some different questions and I'm kind of listening to them, but kind of like trying to pay attention to the guy in front and I'm looking around and I see these guys and you know, I'm not kidding. Like shirts and ties and briefcases, briefcases. I'm like, who has those? These guys did. I'm, I'm out of my element. So I'm like, what am I doing here? And so I kind of get a little bit more relaxed because I'm just like, there's no way this is going to work out anyway. So I'll just hang out with these guys in the back because they seem cool. Well, it turns out these two guys that I was talking to who were sitting in the very back uh, worked there and they were actually kind of interviewing me while we were just sitting hitting in the back. And uh, Brandon and Mark were the two guys. And uh, yeah, as the night went on, I realized that it had nothing to do with you know the the numbers and the job description that eric was going with it had everything to to do with are we getting like anyone can learn real estate anyone can learn like how to do those different different things but does this kid have like these guys have the mindset do they have and they asked me a lot of questions that night and everything stemmed from like what's your background where you're from to what do you do now? What are you hoping to do? And honestly, a lot of the questions I didn't have answers to, but at the end of the night, they were like, Hey, you know, this was fun. You should come hang out with us uh, next week. And then I got an invite to their even smaller gathering. And that's when it went from like 40, 40, 45 people to like five people. And then it went down to two or three people. And then I finally was like the last one. So there's like, it was like an eight step interview process through it all because then I had to interview uh, with multiple people through that process as well. So, mm. hmm. so it seems wow. like Hatch Realty has been running the right people on the bus play for a while as well. Um, let's talk more about your real estate career. Um, you know, those who aren't don't know Tyler should know that he's very successful. Um, but as humble as Tyler is, Tyler, do you want to just kind of maybe talk about some of the successes that you're willing to talk about in the real estate side, but then also like you mentioned it earlier, um, you know, anybody can do real estate, right? Talk about some of the things that are cornerstones of your business that have led to a lot of those successes as well. Um, let's see. Kind of a loaded question there. <clears throat> I would say, pro- I mean, something that I've, um, and typically I wouldn't say that I'm super proud of it, um, or I wouldn't want to like talk about it because like the term when, when someone says MVP, I, I just, it like, it, it's a good thing. Like, like I talk, I think of like Steve Nash in basketball, right? Like obviously he's an amazing <laughs> he, uh... he should have won. Like he should have got the third one. He's a dude. Now he's a coach and everyone, well, some people love it. If you watch sports center, there's a couple guys who don't like it, but um, the, like last year I got voted by my peers for the MVP which was really crazy to me and brought me, it got me to a really emotional state of mind because I'm like, these guys who I love and cherish, they like voted me. And we went through a period last year where I'm like, I 
there's some conversations going on. Some people were maybe not like super ecstatic about like some changes that were going on at Hatch Realty, but things need to happen. And growth is good, but it also can scare the heck out of some people. So we went through that and some changes happened. And so um, I kind of led a group on Wednesdays. I devoted an hour each week to like get this group of people to get together. And it turned from like five people to like 25 people. And our company is only like 35 people. But then we have these people showing up and um, I would challenge them and I would ask them questions. And at the end of the year, uh, we did this and we grew together throughout this Wednesday meeting. And we made some really cool changes together as a group, not just like, um, like from the top down, but we kind of made decisions from the bottom up, which was really cool. And um, thankful for Eric Hatch to listen to, you know, us for doing that because, you know, he doesn't have to, I mean, a biz, a CEO doesn't have to listen to, you know, people who aren't paying the bills to keep the lights on at the business. Like he can make decisions on his own, but he took consideration and he listened to us and we got to, you know, set some really good, um, a good game plan for 2020 and it's been successful, man. Like we're 30% above what we were last year. Um, I know for me personally, I, we, um, last year I, I got, um, the first, what is it? North Dakota first time home buyers. Like I, I helped the most first home, first home buyers in North Dakota last year, which was like, I think it was like 27, 28. I don't know. Um, and oh, it was like 90. Was it like, to total last year, me and my showing partner, we did 90, we had 98 deals, which is really cool. Um, and like 27 or, or some were the first time home buyers. And then we set a really crazy record. I was like, you know, I want to go as hard as possible in 2020. And I want to, you know, create some lives because I want to, I want to bring people on our team and we can't do that unless we're bringing in deals and I want to get more market share. And I want to, I just want to do some really cool things. And I think karma just came with this moving company in 2020. But when we set this record, <clears throat> like a hundred, I want to do 150 deals. <clears throat> it's like a hundred and I think it's like 127 now or something. Um, which is really cool. It's I actually might be getting two offers on two listings tonight. So I'm pretty jacked. Cause then I'd be really close to 130, and then hopefully I can slow down and just start breathing a little bit. So. Let's take it back to my, the second part of my question then is anybody can do real estate, Tyler. So what are, yeah. what are the simple things that you're doing that I've obviously, you know, um, so just so people know, you know, the average realtor, I think, you know, sells anywhere from five to 10 houses per year and Coop, Coop loves 10 X Tyler. That's, that's his thing. But it sounds like you're on that 13 X level type of stuff. Um, so what, Anybody can do real estate. What are, what are you doing that's different? Um, I would say sacrifice and uh, I, I changed my mindset where I wanted to make sure I was available for my wife first, um, family, God, and my clients. So I had to push out a lot of, and I don't like talking about like moving friendships out of the like the weekly, um, like going to happy hours. I don't go to happy hours anymore. Um, that's not a thing. I've like, whenever someone wants to go to a happy hour, I don't go. And it's not because I don't want to hang out with those guys. It's because instead of spending that one to two hours hanging out with them, I could be going home to hang out with my wife and spending time with her. And then I know I'm going to have that time from eight to nine or you know, if I get home, it's from four to five or five to six, instead of going golfing or doing that stuff, which don't get me wrong, I love doing all that stuff. And there needs to be a time to have that white space where you just breathe and you know, you enjoy things. But I had to push those things out of my own daily and weekly um, lifestyle. And it changed everything. Like I didn't mm. do that in 2019, 2020, I did it. And you can see in our numbers clearly that, yep. you know, we did something different. And it, it's a hard commitment, but we did it. And man, we've, it's been fun, man. Like we're, we're doing some really cool things, but I, I always look back. I'm like, I could have had some really cool memories hanging out with these guys this night, but I'm able to get to my dream and get to my why get to and that why. probably retire earlier than I maybe wanted to, which I don't think I'm ever <clears> going to retire. I'm always going to, I'm going to always want to dig like a holiday, probably like six, <laughs> like six feet down, six feet across, just because I'm going to, 
if I don't, I'm going to go crazy. So I'm never going to retire, but at least my wife can and I'll just, you know, do all the landscaping around the house until I'm 98. So, <laughs> man, I love that, man. Clean, cleaning out your life and just making that's time powerful. for the, yeah, that's really powerful, man. I love that. Um, let's talk a little bit. Uh, Caleb, did you have anything? For, uh, um, are you changing the subject? Yeah, I'm changing the subject. Really, really quick, Tyler. How do you deal with the negative kickback on, you know, prioritizing your schedule in your life? <clears throat> well, how'd you deal with the negativity that, uh, that I'm sure there must have been some. Sorry, Coop. Yeah, I still get it, man. Like, it, it's really, it's hard because I'll have friends who will, like, they'll say, dude, come on, like, you you know, you just pended whatever many deals. I'm like, yeah, but you know, that's great. But I have these clients who need me tonight. I have these people who need me, you know, next week. Like I'm, you, you need, I'm, I need to sacrifice for them so that I can, you know, have those moments with you later down the road. And maybe it's not like the following year, you know, there, there's going to be time where I'm going to create that. And when I, when I do have those moments, I'm very intentional with it. Like I will, if someone wanted to meet at 7 a.m., 8 a.m. and get coffee, I'll do that every day, all day. Like, I have no problem with that. But um, let's get that stuff done earlier so we don't have to worry about it. But, like, the negativity that came with it, it was super hard because I love pleasing people. Like, I, I hate letting people down. But I knew there was a reason for doing it. And it gets me really excited when I get to bear that fruit, like, in 2020. And... Yeah, like I can look back on almost you, you could meant you could say a last name and I would be able to think of their like their address. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like because mm. I think about them all the time still. Like it's, uh, and I, I wouldn't think I'd be able to do that. But you could, you know, you say um, Barner's 1849. Like I could go through it all day. Like so it's every client I've made a priority, obviously my my wife and family and god come before all those things but man it's yeah it, it was hard but i had to do it because there's if i wanted to find my why and actually chase it and stick to it you have to make sure that you're sacrificing for it too so powerful words mm, love it love it all right tyler so let's um you know you're in real estate you know real estate agent um so then what was the mindset the mind shift to okay, I want to start in, like investing now in real estate, like getting into rentals and stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I would see what people would be doing. Um, and I'd be like, well, you know, <laughs> I don't have that kind of money to be able to just chase a rental or I don't have that kind of money to, to do something like that. And I have a friend who um, he just bought, he closed on a duplex of his, and with first time as a first time home buyer, down payment assistance, it costs them less than a thousand dollars to buy a duplex. Less than a thousand dollars, and he bought a duplex, and now it's income producing. And holding on to that for the next ten to fifteen years, he's going to generate so much wealth off of that. Now, in his eyes, and a lot of people's eyes, it's like, hey, it's risk. Um, it's a risk. I mean, owning a rental, owning anything like that, it's always going to be a risk. But you know. If you, it's not going to be a risk if you can, um, like if you can speak with the right people. And I feel like I've been able to do that with a lot of human beings is get down to like the basics and not complicate things. Um, the, the more you complicate something, the worse it gets. And this one guy, uh, Mark Cuban, he owns the Dallas Mavericks. And uh, I've heard of him that, before. This, yeah. this one guy. Yeah. No, I, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I love I love him because he's like, besides some of the things he says on shark tank, he has such a crazy mindset and it's, it's all stemmed because he just, he grinded through it when he was younger, developing different platforms, uh, websites, um, things like that. And the one thing he says, and I always talk about it and Coop, you said, I'm not going to swear here, but he says there's three things. There's the innovator. So someone who creates something, um, the imitator, the guy who takes what was done and makes it even better. And then there's always that third person who in this, I'm not going to swear, but they're called the idiot. And I'm never going to be the idiot. So I'm never like r- real estate. Isn't mm-hmm. like, like it's been invented and there's been something that's been um, around forever, but like 
you can imitate what he's created. And he has a lot of rentals. He has things like that. He has a lot of different things he's doing. And I've taken what other people have done in real estate and I've imitated it and broken it down to not be complicated. So like, I don't have the money to do that. Good. You don't need the money to do that. Like I can help you figure out a way where it's going to cost you almost nothing to get a rental. Or if you want to get a rental and you've already bought a home, it's not that crazy because with HELOCs right now, you can do a home equity, you can do a line of credit. There's with the interest rates on those kind of things are super low right now, but a lot of people have no idea that, you know, they built up so much wealth in their own current house and they love being there. Well, turns out you can pull 20% out of that and have a down payment on a rental, which is going to cash flow, you know, a thousand dollars a month. And then it's going to set you up for an early retirement as well. But it's a risk, but it's not if you have the right, you know, if you get the right property managers or I don't even have property managers. I do it myself <clears throat> control, but um, different people need different things. And that's something that I've, I've realized is don't complicate it, break it down and make it super basic because that's all, everything in life is actually super basic. But when you start thinking too much, you complicate mm. it and it gets congested. Mm. A lot, yeah, a lot of that. good nuggets in there. Yeah. You know, just t- taking it, taking it one step at a time. You know, I feel like people, you know, they, they start at a, and then they're thinking of plan Z, you know, and it's like, Whoa, let's, let's just look at how we go from a to B. Let's mm-hmm. worry about that a to B then, you know, and like you said, it, 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 yeah, there's risk, but if you can break it down, you know, into bite size items, you know, it, it helps manage the risk or minimize it so no i love that love that love that the, the cuban line is iconic too the uh um the, the other cliche saying is you know don't reinvent the wheel and especially in today's day and age with the power of the internet i mean you can yeah, i think cooper you and i just read a book called uh everything is figure outable Right? I you mean, think you you think? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we just read that, right? Yeah, that that was the book. Yes. Yep, yep. You sure it wasn't the Spark Notes version? Uh, the Spark <laughs> the Spark Notes version is actually the title, Tyler. Everything is figure outable. Yeah, yeah. That... <laughs> Send it over, man. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Caleb. Like yeah. it. Like oh, it. Yeah, that's, that's good. Um, Tyler, what uh, what do you do? You know, you got this networking group. You hang out with cool people like Eric Hatch. Wait, pause. Before, 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 before you go on, Caleb. Sorry, oh, I mean to no, interrupt. No, please, please do. Uh, on a side note, Tyler, what do you, what do you got to do to get into this networking group, though? Um, I mean, it's not super complicated, but it's a group that, like, we've had a lot of visitors come and they'll want to join, but we've created a, like a membership committee of people who can, you know, they'll talk with the person and break it down similar to how I got into how I was hired on a hatch realty is there was like a huge process to join, which it's not as complicated as that, but we want to, we, again, getting the right people on the bus is what we need to do. And getting those people on the bus in our networking group is the reason why we've had so much success. I think last year we generated like Gosh, it was like $190,000 of income from passing referrals in our group. Like, it's pretty insane. And um, it's a group that I created that's, it's like, again, four or five years ago, but it was based off of not being something that's going to, you know, we don't, it's not like a monthly payment to be a part of this group like some other networking groups you see. It's completely free. The only thing that, that you have to add to the group is value. So what is the value of, of what someone can bring to this group and what they can do? And if they can provide it to us and show us how they're going to do it. And it's, it's not through bringing referrals, like income, like you will get mm-hmm. referrals and people will like implement your life and your business through being there and showing up. But it's the value, like the, the challenges you bring to the group, the, the new nuggets that you bring, the new things that you put into your group. Um, there's this inspector in town that, he puts bifolds like these huge bifolds right in front of his, when he's doing an inspection, he puts it outside of the home. And so it's a bifold that says home inspection being done at this place, schedule your, and then it says on the bottom, like call this number to schedule your inspection. This dude has generated so much income just from his bifold signs that I realized what he's doing from my networking group. And I took that bifold sign 
I have six of them in my vehicle right now that I got from Dan Helm, who is in my networking group, who works at um, Speedy, uh, Speedy, what is it called? Speedy something in town. Um, But he got me these signs. And because I got this from this inspector, I was able to buy this from Dan, who's going to help our moving company generate even more business because I'm going to put these bifold signs outside of every move that we're doing. And it's going to say, current move going on by affordable movers call this number mm. to schedule yours and it's like man gosh that's what i love there's, there's value the in value that. Man. Mm. and how simple is that but i would have never thought about it if it wasn't for talking with this guy and i got to see can you show me your stats on this bifold thing of how many people have called because every good entrepreneur here's a challenge for you if you are paying for something please for the love of God, make sure that you're like, you're asking people where you're, mm-hmm. where they're hearing about your business from. So you know what you're spending your money on and you can put more money to it. Um, but that's what I asked him. And I figured it out where I'm like, Hey, I got to put my money here. And I did it already. It cost me a couple hundred bucks, but you know, one, a move for an hour will cut, will pay for that entire thing that I just put into there. And it's like little things, man, little nuggets. And that's what this group does. So it's free, but the one thing that you need to bring to it, and it's not a code of conduct from myself, it's from people who are much more educated and uh, who love this group just as much as I do, who will be the ones who would let the let a person become a member. So nice, nice. All right, Caleb. Sorry, didn't mean well. That was, I mean, I basically answered the question I was going to ask. But you know, so obviously the networking group is very cool. You surround yourself with a lot of cool people. Um, but my question is. Besides that, you know, besides those two things, what else do you do to keep yourself sharp to grow? I mean, we we know you're a big Spark Notes guy, but <laughs> but what else? What else do you do to uh, you know to continue to evolve and you know keep continuing to be the better version of yourself? Um, so a lot of people ask me how many books I read during the year. To be honest, like I don't read like ever. I read a lot of, uh, like I listen to a lot of podcasts and anything that I'm invested in, I make sure to know that um, I'm paying attention to what they're doing. And if they're successful, I got to figure out what that CEO at that business, what decisions are he making that I could be making in my life. So like, um, I'm a huge advocate for Zillow. And a lot of people are like Zillow, like Zillow has stock you can buy. Yes, they have stock you can buy. And I like, I'm... The, the people who make decisions at Zillow, I read about them and I try and figure out what they're doing and what I could be doing. And man, I like, those are the things that I'm doing is I'll stay up until like, I might get into bed at my wife goes to bed at like, I think it's eight thirty PM. It's insane. Like <laughs> I go up there and my big dog and my little dog are in my spot and I have to move them over. Hopefully I don't get bit and then I'll get in bed and I probably won't go to bed until almost 1am some nights because I'll just be like, reading about what these guys are doing. Um, Patrick Lencioni, he's a leader that I love. He um, he comes up with a lot of good nuggets that I implement into my networking group of just okay, teamwork. What are you doing? What are you establishing? And how can I how can I be a good leader from the people that I'm bringing onto my team? So anyone that comes onto my team, like a, whether it's a new showing partner or a new um, team lead or someone like that, I need to make sure that I'm whatever they're doing is a reflection of what I'm giving them. So I need to make sure that I'm, that I'm sharp. Mm -hmm. I need to make sure that I'm taking care of, you know, not only them, but myself and my marriage. And by far, I mean, without having a successful marriage and without like realizing and not letting real estate get a hold of that part of me, because I mean, so many people like put their work before maybe their, their wife or before, you know, who the most important people to you. And I have, that's the one thing I can say that I would, if, if it was, you know, if I had to miss one day without being with my wife or quit real estate, I mean, I would quit real estate. Like if that was actually a question that was, or something that was asked of me, like hands down, you just got to make sure you're prioritizing that. So to answer your question, Caleb, it's what I'm doing is looking at what other leaders are doing and how can I implement that into my own life? So nice. Love it, love it, love it. So, uh, question, which 
we ask questions on this podcast. Thanks, Coop. Appreciate um, it. Yeah, yeah, got it, got it, got it. I didn't want to say it, but yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how how do you deal with fear, Tyler? You know, like 2020, uh, COVID, and here you are. You just best year this, ever. Uh, moving. Oh, it is going to be the best year ever. Um, <laughs> you just bought this moving company. So, how, like, what goes in your mind when fear comes up? I, I mean, I feel like that's something I've, I feel like I have a really good supporting cast. Uh, like my biggest, you know, cheerleader is Kylie, but I also have a lot of good friendships. I, I would say, Caleb, how many days do we, how many times do you think we talk a day is a better question? Probably two to three. Two to like, and I talk with, um, I talk with a lot of different people throughout the day and I bounce ideas off them. And I always like to hear their words of encouragement and to, to let, I mean, I'll ask them, Hey, do you think this is something that would be beneficial or do you, am I just crazy right now? And to have those people who will say, you are absolutely insane. If you do this, I mean, you know, Kylie's going to kill you, my wife. And so I've, I've really like, I think I have a really good supporting cast where fear isn't something that I really have to deal with anymore because I can bounce so many ideas off them. The I'm trying to think that the biggest fearful moment I'll ever have is wondering if a client of mine had a good experience or not and not knowing that. So that's the reason why I ask for a lot of reviews is because if I don't hear that from them mm. or if I'm not affirmed that something like I'm a huge words of affirmation guy, like that's my love language. So if, if I see that something wasn't good, my fear is that they might write a bad review. So I always try to make sure that I'm staying in front of that. Um, and I'm asking questions all the time to make sure that everything's good. We ended it on the right terms. And if it wasn't, what can I do to, you know, fix that? So that's kind of a, I've, I can't remember the last time I've been asked that Coop, like, what do I fear, man? I don't know. Like I, I who says I really uh, not in my vocabulary. Uh, like I can't remember who's who says that, um, but just because I know you, Tyler, I, I never, I can't think of the last time you were scared either. But it sounds, it, it sounds like he, like there's mechanisms he's got though. You know, like he says, like it's, it's always good to have those people around you um, to help keep you somewhat level-headed. You know, like you, because you, you're always gonna have those people that put doubts in your mind, but going to the people that you know that how should I say it they you know that they have their best interest mm. for you you know so you you know they're going to tell it to you how it is um yeah and, yeah, and and so, yeah you're exactly right man it's like it's if you can get the and I don't know how many times when you talk about like and I I feel like I'm a just a sound bot right now like saying the same thing but like having those people it's man like I don't know how many seats I can have on my bus, but man, like it used to be a smaller bus and now it's a bigger bus <laughs> because I feel like the, just the way things are going, I'm almost, I mean, and the person who's been driving that bus changes every day, you know, like whether it's air catch one day, whether it's my wife one day, whether it's, you know, there's always someone that could be driving it or someone who's, you know, directing the path of where we're going. But if I have the right people with me, I know we're going to get to that destination. And um, like, there's going to be a few bumps on the road, but that bus, man, if I can, if I feel like I've really perfected that. And that's the reason why we found a lot of success is knowing that we know that we're never going to have anyone get off that bus. So good. man, that sounded good. I don't mm-hmm. know about you guys. I thought that was really yeah. good. No. Yeah. That, that was good. That was good T. Um, <laughs> That was good. Let's let's uh, let's keep let's move on though. Okay, um, <laughs> I'm gonna write that one down. <laughs> uh, Coop, what else you got? What would what would you tell your younger self, Tyler? Like your eight eighteen year old self? What would you tell? Um, gosh, I don't want to say it without saying it. I well, going to NDSU was great. Got an education. Oh, um, please say it. Please say it. Uh, uh, man, I wish <laughs> I would have maybe just got my two-year degree instead of <laughs> getting a 
Like I, I wish I, I mean, if I could look back now, that's one thing I, I established. I had a lot of friendships. I mean, honestly, that's where, if it wasn't for NDSU, I would never have met my wife. So that's the one thing I'll attribute to that is like, same, I guess, same. I, guess it, I guess it was worth $40,000 in the end. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> say it, Tyler, say it. Uh, good thing we can consolidate student loans now though, huh? <laughs> Gosh. Um, that's funny. But no, like if I, if I had to tell my younger self, it was, uh, don't stop. And I like, uh, I haven't changed who I who I had to be to be in real estate. Like I still dress the same. I don't wear like when I talk about going to that career night. I don't wear a student jacket and tie. I don't um, like I dress the exact same way. I I have no problem, you know, wearing even though I get on Caleb once in a while about wearing tennis shoes to showings. They're, they're Jordans though, Coop. Air, I know. Hey, I know. don't. Hey, don't tell me your boy. Your boy's calling you out right now. So. <laughs> but so I mean. Good. Like I, I've, I've really, I didn't want to change myself and my personality and uh, just like who I was. And so if I had told my younger self, I'd say, Hey, don't change because I feel like I had to change a little bit when I got into like education. And that's, I think that's why I found like a little unhappiness. So I'm like, I'm having to change who I am because I'm being told by a leader that I need to become um, a lot more mature. And I was mature in my own way, but he's trying to, I felt like there's a lot of like, uh, he's trying to dictate what I was doing or who I was going to be. And I'm like, I just, that just doesn't feel right. You know, like, and I don't want to do that. And I didn't, and I couldn't be more thankful that I stuck to what I, I felt like I was, you know, from my childhood through all these challenges in life as when I was younger, that I just kept on growing and I grew the right way. And I surround myself with the right people. And I would, I would tell myself, just don't waste time like with trying to change because who you are, as long as you work hard and dig deep, you know, you're going to grind and you're going to get to where you need to get to. But if, if becoming successful was easy, a friend of mine said this to me in college. And so there's another thing I will attribute to colleges. This one little uh, thing I told him is he could not stand going to class. He could not stand taking tests. He didn't think he was going to graduate. And I said, Hey, if gradu- if graduating from college, if staying and doing all this was easy, everyone would do it. And I say that to everyone who wants to be successful. If if you want to be truly successful, whether it's financially or just like happy at where you're at, if it was easy, everyone would have it. But it's not. And it's never going to be easy. So like yeah, if if it, if becoming successful or doing those things were easy, like Everyone would have it. Everyone would be, you know, there'd be no trouble in the world. Everyone would just be living life. But that's where you see, like, the people who separate themselves from the people who maybe aren't happy at where they're at right now. So, yeah, people people always like to be like, they like to fantasize about being a CEO. And then if you find out what CEOs are like and the sacrifices they make, you know, like, CEO Zillow or whoever, right? Like yep. massive companies. I mean, most people aren't willing to grind for 14 hours, Mm-mm. seven nope. days a week. You know what yeah. I mean? And, and that's literally what it is. Meetings, like it's con- like constant. So no, I like what you said though. Be true to yourself. I think that's one of your strengths. Tyler's just knowing you is you're, you know, you're very authentic, which also I think is really important not only as a a real estate agent, but also as an entrepreneur, right? I mean, just sticking to your morals and and moving on. Um, Mm -hmm. A piece of advice that you would give to to someone who is, uh, you know, thinking about making a change. I mean, I know you kind of talked about it earlier, but what would you say to someone who asked, you know, what do you say to people who ask you for advice again? What I would say to people is don't quit, but self-reflect, like look at your mm. own business and, mm. and ask other people who are in other businesses, what they're doing. And it might not like, it might not be something that you're going to like, you know, detailed for detail, step-by-step implement into your business, but look to see what they're doing. Like there's so many things that go into, you know, when you came when you mentioned being a CEO, like you can be a CEO of your of a landscaping company, you can be the CEO of, uh, of whatever it may be, like whatever you've developed and created. But like, remember, like you're the one who controls the future of that. So 
if you are trying to figure out what you're doing right or wrong, and maybe you aren't successful or things aren't going right, um, go through them. Like when we got this moving company, I asked Evan, I'm like, Hey, can I just want to, I want to go on a move or I want to experience what you're experiencing because I want to know what's happening. And, um, I've been called a lot of things lately that I can't stand. And one of them was pretty boy the other day. Because oh, they're like, you don't have dirt under your fingers. I'm like, dude, if you only knew how long it take me to took me to scrub that dirt from underneath there, mm. like, <laughs> uh, like there's dirt, there's dirt all over me, but I just, I had to scrub it all off to get all pretty for you. Um, but the, <laughs> um, like I live in the moment and, and never think you're higher than that other person because the men, like, I at, within the the group that I have, there's no hierarchy in like I'm no better than Thad, and Thad is no better than me, and Thad's my showing assistant at Hatch Realty. There's there's no hierarchy to that, and the same thing with um, you know decisions that are made between Evan and I with the moving company, or um, like don't ever put yourself on this crazy totem pole that you think that you're better than what you should be doing, because when you get to that point you're going to see a lot of things start going downhill with I've seen in so many people um, in the real estate world. I see so many people who get comfortable with, Oh, I've done this and I've gotten to this point. And then you see their numbers start to decline because they're not doing, they're, they're not grinding or they think that they made it. And that's just not how life works. Like um, you need to constantly be, di- be differentiating what you're doing in your business to make sure that you're trying to, you know, perfect it and get better and, yeah, nice ramble, right? No, it, it, that's powerful. It, it's man. coherent, though, man. I mean, yeah, you, you were you were you were spitting some facts in there, um, at, right away. I mean, you said it best right away. And honestly, is reflect. You know, people are always like, oh, you know, this, you know, this, this is just isn't, isn't for me. When in all reality, like the issue is probably on the inside. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm I'm a big I I totally agree with you on that. Um, no, that's good, Tyler. This has been been good coop um you got any more questions no man this was good i'm just trying to like think i, I love i love that last that last little uh ramble there about the the no hierarchy and then you actually going on a move with your team like that's you don't you don't you don't hear that a lot like you know like you said people think they're bigger and better than you know what they what they are and like if you're gonna have people working for you they don't really respect that but like mm-hmm. if, if if my boss comes and wants to see what it's like in a day of my life and like rub elbows with me and like i i gain that much more respect for him like okay yeah he knows he knows what we go with what we do so no, and, cool, and, what, and what if he does and and he like you're there and you're like man i got this figured out and your boss comes in and does it better than you it's like this is why he's where he's at is yeah he's perfected this man. Like he's like when Eric Hatch, you know, steps into one of our role plays and he's like, ask, ask this person, this question when you're there or do this, like try this. And it works. I'm like, that's why whenever I have doubt that maybe um, someone might like he had lost a step or maybe he's so far away from it. I am so wrong and never could be more wrong because he's constantly asking people around the, I mean, he coaches people all around the nation, like whether it's from Texas to Florida to, I mean, all over. And he gets to hear all these different stories and then he implements it into our lives. And then I'm like, gosh, dang it. Like, um, I feel like this year and especially I'm chasing this like unicorn. And I've told a lot of people is Eric, the most deals he ever did, I think was like 148 or something. And I'm like, all right, that's it. If I can get to that 150, I can sleep. And I pray to the Lord that that's going to happen. But I have a really small inkling that I'm going to get to that. And the next year, I'm going to say, you know what? Let's go. Let's do 175. <laughs> let's just... It's like, it's like, <laughs> it's like the, uh, you know, like the Emmett Smith, you know, like when they won the championship and he's doing his, be- like his, he's benching, right? And the, the reporter says, well, how, how long, you know, when is enough enough or how long are you going to rest for? And so he's doing his rep, and he, like, does a full rep and, like, pause for, like, a second. And he's like, all right, I'm done resting. And then going back. <laughs> oh, I've never God. seen yeah, that. Man. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, so like, in, like, the uh, – when I mentioned the, the 175, like, I'm actually sitting uh, 
like the, the people I'm trying to get on this team, like uh, this team that I'm trying to create, like Nick and I and Nick's. So I have Nick, myself and Thad. We're, pro- we're going to do together right around 200 transactions next year. My goal with, with picking up another person or two, two more people to be on our team is to um, I want to do a total of like 275 transactions next year with a team. So if I get myself out of that, of doing one, you know, this crazy number, I can start differentiating and challenging other people to grind with me as a team in a cohesive team with no hierarchy, with one common goal. And if we can do that as a team, that's where, I mean, you see these crazy, like, obviously what watching the MJ documentary, I mean, that's, I've, I I could watch that over over and over and over again, because there's so many nuggets to take from that. But like when, when he headbutted Steve Kerr and then he called them after practice because he knew he was wrong, but he wanted, he wanted Steve Kerr to be better for playoffs. Right. Yeah. Like, I want these guys on my team who come with me. The reason why I want them to be better and I want them to get to where they need and why I want this, like this championship goal of maybe like 275 is because if I can be better, they will make me better and we're going to accomplish this crazy goal. And it's just like, that's like the championship in, in for, for me in real estate. And if I can like with this moving company in five years, I don't want to go from two. I don't want to have two trucks still. I want to have 10 trucks still. And I want to have 20, co-workers on this moving company team and i want their their lives to just be crazy i want their families to be flourishing i want their goals in life from moving being on a moving company to be able to for they can be like hey now i can invest and i can do this for my family so it's like if you can just if like getting these teams getting these right people and having that like that mindset that you're doing it for a better good that's i mean when you look back when you're older you're like this, this is what i got to this is what i got to experience because i you know I got this selfish goal of 175 out of my head and said, let's get 275, but I need this team and we're going to push together. How much more happy am I going to be, man? Like so much more. Mm-hmm. Well, see you next week. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> good, good little sign off, Tyler. We appreciate your time. Appreciate your nuggets. Um, if anybody wants to get in touch with you or if, um see what you're doing you know what's the best way to contact you or follow you on social media um i mean you can i don't know you obviously can look me up on facebook um tyler lundell and then like i know you go to hatch realty and you can look me up there too um buyer's agent listing also list homes and then um yeah i mean i would like to say that i use my instagram quite a bit but i've realized that like that's one thing I love about Hatch Realty is they do all that stuff for me. So like, it's, it's been phenomenal, man. Like there's so many things that they've been able to sacrifice for me so that I don't have to worry about things. And that's another reason why I I love working at Hatch, man, is it's, um, I don't stress about anything and they've created these just cool waves for me just to ride. And it's because I don't have to worry about, you know, like, yeah, the things that maybe I won't have to do. So yeah, I would say, Look me up on Facebook. Um, follow me maybe on Instagram. I think, oh, what is it, Caleb Linz underscore 777? That's what it is. Yes. I, I think that is what it is. Yep. 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 So I think that's it. Okay, Tyler, appreciate your time, man. Thanks, uh, Tyler. Appreciate it. Yeah. Check him out. All right. Thanks, guys. That's Tyler, man. He he goes a million miles an hour. He, uh, it's a lot to unpack, but if, if you slow it down and, and listen to what he's saying, it's almost always pure gold coop. What'd you think? Oh, it was, uh, it was good, man. Um, I took like so many like little notes. Um, you know, that's how fired up it gets when he, when he relates everything back to his why. Yeah. I think that's really important. And I think that's a differentiator, I think one reason why he, you know, any reason he's achieved any success is because he's got a why. You yeah. Know? And I like, I like how his, and you know, having a why is so powerful. Cause like, as you know, when he talked about different things in his life, like how he's cleaning out his life, like making sure he's doing, you know, being intentional with his time, like not doing certain things. Um, so he can have time for the more important things. Right. Um, that, I mean, that was, 
yeah, that's why you need to have a why and why and why it's so powerful because um, it helps you with clarity. You know, like it lets you know what you need to be doing and how you need to be doing it. So, big time, yeah. big time, and it's people are you know people say you know like well I don't know like you need to obsess on it until you know and seek it out meditate on it and it, it will come to you whether you're a writer uh whether you you know you do yoga whether you know what it, whether you network with mentors you need to find that why yeah if if, if you want to you know fill that space in your heart um but yeah i love talking to that guy man he's uh i'm glad you and him were able to connect a little bit i mean he's, he's a good dude if you need oh, if good. you need a house in the fargo moorhead area um, call me first, and then I will give you. Oh it, my no. god! <laughs> you really said that? Yeah, no. Me and him, me and him, joke about that all the time. <laughs> call oh, me first. Oh, wow, all the time, man. All right, man. Another good episode. Good episode, man. Um, you got anything before we sign off? Uh, what book we reading? Let's 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 rem- let's let's do a little reminder. But well. You you do this all the time. I guarantee you when this episode comes out, we'll be on a different book. Man, Caleb. Man, I'm just I'm just saying, like this will probably be in October. <laughs> nope, Coop. Uh, I'm we, good, are man. We, are I'm we good. Are I'm we good. Done? I'm good. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm good, I'm Coop. Gonna you, I'm gonna see you next week. I'm all gonna right? see you next week, bro. All right. Bye. <laughs>